Welcome to Daddy Home. I am one of the hosts of the show, Justin Jones, and with me is Kiki Lee, who goes by just Kiki sometimes. Just Kiki. Just Kiki. And today is a very special episode because I have one of my favorite comedians with us today. And I just want to get right to it. I don't want to like banter about anything else. I say we just get right to it and get this man into this conversation, the one and only Tony Viagra. Welcome to our show, Tony. Welcome, Tony. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. You are an OG of comedy. Am I correct in, in that? I'm the gangster of comedy. The gangster of comedy. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I already fucked up your crew. You're, the, you're an OG and a gangster of comedy. You're the original gangster of comedy. Yes, I am. Yeah. So... I'm excited to have you here. I know you've been performing for a long time. You recently yes. had your 69th birthday, huh? 60... 67, 67. Uh, but 69, right? Huh? Huh? 69. Uh, yeah, a little, it's a little Freudian in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. I feel yeah. like I got yeah. Tony Viagra gets a lot of pussy. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Viagra uh, wishes he got a lot of pussy. Uh, yeah, uh, Tony's divorced, and uh, that's all right. And the pandemic has not been conducive to getting pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can totally understand that. I mean, I'm married, and I'm still not getting pussy. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I tell people, I tell people, I tell people, if you're getting too much pussy, mm -hmm. if you're getting too much pussy. I have a perfect cure: get married. <laughs> Get married, yes, and it shuts it all down, even during the a quarantine. Yeah, yeah. And I've been there. I've been there. I have plenty of war stories to tell you. You know, you know. <laughs> it's important. You know, you know. It's important. You know. I had a near death experience. My marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you've got some. <laughs> it's so great material. I love it. What is your right? Like, how do you come up with this material? What is your writing style? Oh, well, you know, all different ways, you know, like uh, a good way to come up with material is go out, get married and get divorced. I mean, then you come up with tons of material. And I tell people that if I went, I get a lot of new material, I just go out, get married and go through another divorce and I'll get a ton of new material. But uh, also uh, my uh, dating experiences, uh, ah. uh, it creates a lot of material. Uh, has and uh, also uh, just everything in the world. Like uh, I do a lot of material now about COVID nineteen, and yeah. I do, Ooh. yeah, I do a lot about that, and I do a lot of material about. Uh, let's see, about oh, just crazy shit. Uh, I do uh, some uh, material about that. Uh, uh, Work, it gets a great. I do this material about uh, why I'm so fucked up, and it goes back to this one when I was in second grade and all this horse shit. And it gets it creates a great response every time I do it. And wow, 
So, yeah, but, uh, you know, things happen every day. Like, I'll have a conversation with somebody. Oh, you're talking, 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 and boom, like the material that goes on. I think, yeah, that's material. Like, I was talking to this, uh, a former girlfriend one time, and she's talking about her son. Uh, he's 33, going on eight. And she's talking about him, <laughs> and uh, and she's about dating, dating, dating. And I said, oh, dating, dating. And I said, I said, <laughs> I said, I've been on plenty of and I can tell you about dates. They're better than prunes. Unless you're constipated. So I do. <laughs> just from conversation. You know, people say, just have a conversation with people. Boom, I'll think of something. Uh, you know, about, so, you know, I feel about COVID-19. I mean, COVID-19. I said, yeah, you know, our town is so poor, we can only get COVID-18. Shit like that, you know. Just <laughs> yeah. have a conversation with people. Or, or I hear, or I hear yeah. something on the news. You know, our commercials are a great place for material. It's your shit on the news. Like, you know, now Governor Cuomo is under siege, you know, all these, yeah. all these, uh, all these, but he's like uh, molesting, he's like molesting women and being inappropriate, I guess. Well, something like well, that. I don't know. All the details. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Like, you know. You know what they should do when you do their investigation? You know what they should do? They should sniff his finger. <laughs> and, and also as part of their investigation. And, <laughs> and, but, Oh, 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 all these mademoiselles are coming out of the woodwork now, and uh, uh, you know, and uh, who knows? I mean, it's, it's kind of kind of suspicious that they're they're all coming out now. I mean, he's been around a long time, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, who knows? I mean, who knows? But anyways, I'm not. I of a, I'm not too ahead. political. I'm not too political, but I kind. He seems like the kind of guy that would be sort of uh, handsy and kind of like. Yeah. saying some inappropriate things to women but i also think maybe he doesn't realize that nowadays <laughs> like in this year like 2021 2020 maybe it's not as like acceptable as it was in the 60s or oh. 70s you know you're, you could be a little bit more like uh i don't know friendlier a little you could joke around a little more and people didn't get so uh uptight about it oh uh, yeah well it was it was a lot different 20 years ago i know from uh working in attorney offices uh that working around uh women attorneys uh who <laughs> now some of them listen some of them are wonderful and and there are a few of them are my friends but and others are, are emasculating fucking bastards so you know you were walking on eggshells yeah. okay that was like 20 years ago so i mean i don't know what world cuomo comes from because when you're like a, in a work situation with all these women around like you gotta be like really smart because you are uh, walking yeah. on eggshells yeah and, you and they're careful. just I know. And so I have an idea. I just got this idea yesterday. You see, you know, you see all these TV commercials on TV for these personal injury attorneys. So I want to do because I do different characters, too, in videos when I get an idea of different mm. things. And uh, but I had an idea to do another video where a personal injury uh, TV commercial for uh, uh, for women who who have been groped by a governor, you know, sort of car accident for women who have been groped by a governor or, or uh, or had her president grab their pussy, or I mean, there's definitely yeah. been a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, that's well, a real yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of politicians <laughs> with uh, a lot of like uh, grabby sort of like. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's, even it's... even Bill Clinton, you know, he had a lot of scandals. Oh, Bill Supp Clinton. Supposedly, Bill Clinton. I mean, he's the king. Yeah, Bill Clinton. I mean, I, I voted for him, but I, I he is definitely a uh, you know slick willy. <laughs> he yeah, he's like a, he's like a. He's a sociopath. Yeah, you know, and, and a and fuck machine. Too. 
Yeah, he's a full of shit too because yeah. you know, I, I, I didn't have sex with that women. Okay, <laughs> now we know a blowjob isn't sex. Great, we just learned something new. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe down yeah. south. Maybe down in Arkansas. It's not. Yeah, down in Arkansas. Yeah, down, I didn't have sex with that woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, so, yeah Lewinsky. Michael Lewinsky, yeah. I heard they got to put her dress in the Smithsonian. I heard that. Yeah. Cum stains on it. You know, one of the cum stains on it. Yeah. Oh my God! No way. Yeah, it's going to be a whole like area for it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. I no. think it's part of American history. It's pretty important. Oh wow! Okay. And, and our... maybe maybe they'll they should put the you know that cigar that he was that he was putting it up in her twat. They should put that in yeah. Smithsonian too if they can find it. That I mean, is yeah. That is monumental. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's, I would love to smell yeah. it. Check his. They ought to check his humidor. See, see what cigars are in there yet. You know it. Oh, he. Yeah, I'm sure he. He did a lot of nasty things. A lot of uh, nasty women throughout throughout what his was life. That shit with Paula Jones. Remember, it was Paula yeah. Jones. I do. Yes. Ugh. And there was other women when he was governor of Arkansas. And oh yeah, and who knows? Whatever. What else? But I mean, honestly, like George Bush had some issues, and I'm sure John Kerry did, and. Maybe not Al Gore. Al Gore, I don't think, was a very like sleazy guy. He doesn't seem like the kind that could pull it off. But uh, who knows? Uh, a lot of yeah. other politicians, though. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you one guy who who really always came across as above board and a decent, sincere family man is President Obama. Always came across as a very decent family man. Yeah, he had to be very careful. I think in like his persona, being that he's like what? Um, I mean, he was the first Muslim Haitian president. Of America, yeah. he had to be extra careful like what he would do and say. Well, I think he was very sincere about his his devotion to his family. His I do yeah. I think he was very sincere about that. If I, if I understand, he he had dinner with his family almost every evening. That's commendable. Yeah, and, oh, uh, absolutely. It's not something that like a lot of politicians have the chance to do nowadays. Like Donald Trump, I don't think he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine unless he's getting like McDonald's maybe and like yeah. bring it home to the wife. His Big Mac. Yeah, Trump. Yeah. That Trump. fucking douchebag. I don't I'm not a big Trump supporter. I just well, I know like maybe how can you be? I mean really Yeah. He's not my kind of guy. He's sort of uh he's a scummy New York douchebag. Yeah. He's a con man. He's a con man, you know, he's he's a, like a he's just like a He's a con. He's like uh, I like always try to do like a Ponzi scheme or some bullshit. He's a con man. Oh, you know, totally. He used to be a Democrat in New York City, and then he, you know, get on this, and he he gets yeah. on this thing of uh, uh, pandering to these uh, uh, mongoloids with the extra chromosome, and, and, they, <laughs> and they take a shit hook, line, and sinker, and you know, he's he, and they they bought into his con, you know, yeah. his whole con, you know, he's, and yeah, I can't. Be- well, I, I can believe that he was able to fool enough people, but well, he just, you he, know. He knew he was the perfect time for him to kind of uh, take that stand and try to become president. I mean, he he came right at the right time. People were so uh, like so done with Obama. <laughs> they, you know, it was a lot of racist stuff too. I think like a lot of people well, yeah. like yeah, the fact that Obama stuff. was black, and they were like, well, "We're going to get this loud New York white guy." Right. I think it's a combination of a couple of things. Yeah, there was a backlash uh, after having a black president for eight years. There was definitely mm-hmm. a backlash against that. And yep. also look at the candidate who ran against. Look at Hillary. Mm-hmm. She's a horrible candidate. Yeah, that was a stupid dumb. campaign. She ran a stupid campaign. She's a horrible candidate. So it was like uh, the perfect storm for Trump to get in. Oh yeah, it, it was 
exactly that the perfect storm without a doubt so it's interesting to me that like you use a lot of real life and like news and just experiences to write i guess that makes sense if you're a comic writer you just need to know it's good to write what you know yeah i know we have a lot of like people that want to do comedy that listen to the show so i always like to give them some advice or like get advice from people so that they know what to do to become a better writer so i think that was good that you actually mentioned that it's definitely very helpful i feel like you do a lot of shows with like black comics and urban comics do you ever yeah yeah i've noticed that on uh on your facebook and on twitter and and all those other social media platforms do you do you find it that like your comedy is so like i don't know if it's controversial or just like too dirty for clubs like the like the Baltimore Comedy Factory or Magoobies or the uh, Comedy Zone in that you uh, you're kind of doing. Don't get me started on a Comedy Zone. Don't get me started on that place, please. They and, they don't like you. Well, please. it didn't happen there a couple of years ago where I opened for Raymond the Amish comedian. Oh, and, I, yes, I've heard of him. He's he's very interesting. Well, that's a new name for me. You, you've never heard of Ray, uh, Raymond? Oh, he's, uh, he's big around. Central Pennsylvania or Eastern Pennsylvania. If you go beyond there, probably nobody ever heard of him if you go outside oh. of that area. Yeah, he's not very well known. He has he's... his his niche audience. So there's yeah, an Amish this, this famous this phony Amish guy, you know, dresses like an Amish. He's the Amish and it's awful. He says and he says fuck all the time. <laughs> that you know? is awful. It's it funny. So there's an Amish guy up there stage keeps saying fuck, you know, and they, they like that, you know. Oh, uh, you know. But I went open for him a couple of years ago, and um, uh, well, anyways, <laughs> if you want to hear that short story, uh, uh, yes, please, yes, yeah, I open because the owner there uh, thinks that Tony's funny. Okay, mm-hmm. the owner, so he told me to come. He wants me to open for Raymond, and he thought that'd be perfect. And uh, so I went there, and he he said, sit here. He said, sit there. Okay. He said, don't talk to anybody. Just listen to me. Fine, because he owns the place. Great. (laughs) And then, anyways, so the manager, I'm not going to name any names. Right, right. uh, uh, Apparently uh, came over to me, and he said, why are you sitting here? I said, because the owner told me to sit here, and he walked away. Okay. And then I guess, whatever. And then he, the uh, manager sent the host, who was the guy who was hosting that night, sent over to me and he said, uh, he said, okay, you're going to get two minutes. Can you imagine two big fucking minutes? Can you imagine two that's fucking minutes? Ridiculous. Yeah. That's a... said, yeah. Look, it would be different. It would be different if you were opening for like a huge star. Yeah. Because I know... did open for a huge, I did open for a huge star, but I'll get to that story later. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But, uh. Uh, so then the host that night comes over to me and he says, okay, you're going to get two minutes. I want you to sit over there by the stage because I'm going to do 10 minutes. And then how do you want me to introduce you? I said, the gangster, you know, 24 hours, the gangster comedy. That's how I always get introduced, you know? Okay. So I went over, I sat by the stage. He did his 10 minutes talking about his dog's vulva. You know, (laughs) I thought people were going to start crying and. And then he's okay. Then he does his 10 minutes. And he says, okay. And here's some local guy, Tony Viagra. That's Wait, pretty shitty. Yeah, some local guy. I said, thanks a lot, asshole. Oh, yeah. boy, gee. So I went up there. And I thought, I'm going to blow this fucking place up. A big crowd, because he's a big draw there. 
you know, yeah. 200 people, you know, it's a big crowd for them. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, you know, I go there and, and I said, you know, welcome to the comedy zone where we present family friendly comedy suitable for the entire family. Has anyone here ever eaten rotten cunt? And the place blew up. The place exploded. <laughs> it exploded. Oh. I mean, they went berserk. And oh I did my God. two fucking minutes. And uh, the guy in the back kept giving me the fucking light, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I see your fucking light, you know. What are you trying to do? I was going to say, what are you trying to do back there? You're trying to light your farts? What the fuck's going on here, you know? Yeah, like you know. You obviously. Yeah, I, so, so, yeah. I, so anyways, <laughs> you know, I got off, the, I walked off the stage. I was walking up there. Everybody reached out to shake my hand. It was surreal. It was <laughs> surreal. It really was. Everybody tried to shake my hand. And I went back to the back of the room where my, my ex-girlfriend was sitting. And she looked at me and she said, she was this uh, look of shock. She said, you were unbelievable. I said, thank <laughs> you. I said, Thanks. And, uh, and then so we sat there and Raymond came on. And the first thing Raymond says, what do you think this old guy coming up here and saying cut? And I thought he was making a joke. Turns out I guess he was pissed off. I stole his thunder. Oh, so my then, God. Yeah, then the manager never talked to me. So the so next day, I go on the internet and here's... Uh, the manager put this thing on the internet about about how horrible I was because because I said cut before the headliner and you never said cut before the headliner you don't do that and, and I'm so horrible and everybody complained about me and, and blah, mm. blah 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 and it was so <laughs> it was very malicious and bo- yeah that's so, uh, kind of uh, shitty I don't know why it was very shitty need... it was very fucking why, shitty why why do they need to do that that's ridiculous because it's everyone kind of... should fucking bricks that's why yeah everyone should be able to say cunt. Whenever they yeah, feel in a comedy club. Cool, okay? <laughs> exactly. Fuck so, that guy. Yeah, so anyways, mm. so then I, I, I contacted the internet people, and they took that review right down because it was bullshit. And they yep. took it right down. And I'm also an attorney. Some may be surprised to know that, but I am. I'm surprised. I, you are? I'm, I'm really surprised. Well, yeah, Tony Viagra, uh, yeah. attorney. Honest attorney. <laughs> honest attorney. Yeah. Honest attorney. Yes. Oh, you're a you're and, a attorney. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Yes, uh, but wow. don't hold that against me. Just, just <laughs> no. It's good to know in, in case in case something yes. happens in my life and I and I need yeah. to, I need but, some legal information. I'll, yeah. I'll call you up. Yeah, people do, but but label me as a stand-up comedian, not as an attorney. Yes, of course, of course. I'm a stand-up comedian. That's my first love. That attorney stuff is bullshit. I did yeah. it long enough. Anyways, so, okay, so getting back to, so, okay, so they, they took the review down, and I called the owner, I said, hey, look, I said, you told that fat fuck, I'm going to sue him, <laughs> and he did. <laughs> that's awesome, because, I mean, they are slandering you. I They're, know. So, I mean. That's, that's, not, that's not slander, that's libel. And, yeah, uh, it's, exactly. Yeah, you really I are, know. you really are a lawyer, you really are an attorney, that's awesome. I am. I really am. <laughs> Could have seen my my diploma. And anyways, <laughs> but uh, uh, holy so, shit, that's awesome. Yeah. So I have I've never went back to that place ever, and I never will go back. And uh, I don't even know if they're open right now. With I don't know or care. I don't know. with coronavirus. I don't think they were yeah. able to stay open. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, they had a big sign special on Corona, and they went inside. They realized it was this coronavirus. Exactly, man. I just don't think 
I don't, I don't know. They can't fucking stay open. I mean, I'm surprised clubs like Magoobie's Jokehouse were able to stay open. But he's doing... I know. No, what do you think, since you, you're involved with Magoobie's... Well, I mean, what do you think the probability is of me ever opening for somebody at Magoobie's? Oh, Probably I next think, to zero, right? I think it could happen. Yeah. You'd have to... I don't know. Maybe you'd have to have the headliner vouch for you a little bit. You know, find a, yeah. find a headliner that would want to bring you in the host and then yeah well, the you owner mentioned could... a national comedian before you know i did open for a national comedian who was awesome a guy named doug stanhope yeah. oh doug wow stanhope. yes i opened for doug stanhope and he was great and he left me do anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes so yeah you you actually worked with doug stanhope right yes, i did you want me to send you the picture when i get off here uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Obviously, yeah. Actually, I think I have seen it. It's you, Doug Stanhope, and Shane Gillis, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Shane wow. was on that show, too. That was right after he got fired. By From Saturday SNL. Yeah. Man, that's a great lineup right there. Tony Vag, yeah, was... Shane Gillis, yeah. Doug Stanhope. That's that's a awesome show. It was a good show. It was, like six, it was a place that's packed with like 600 there. Yeah, oh, I believe it. Yeah, Doug Stanhope yeah. can draw. He's just a brilliant... Well, brilliant man he is and what a following I, I i can't believe the cult following he has unbelievable yeah you know, people were there from people came there from upstate new york oh uh, yeah south jersey pittsburgh they came there from upstate new york because his new york show had been sold out so they came down yeah. to harrisburg to see him yeah i know when he performs at uh Magoobies, it's it sells out so fast it's yeah. and he'll he'll only do like one night he doesn't do more than one night so, yeah, that, was, that, was the last, you know, that was the last live show he, he did before COVID was Magoobies, you know that. Yeah, I, w- I was working that night. I remember shaking his hand, and we both kind of made a joke about it. And then, yeah, because it was right at the beginning. It was in March, He's I think, when guy. he was yeah, there. It was on March 12th. A, yeah, we yeah. made a joke about how it was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't shake hands. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And then. Good guy. He's a good guy. Oh, he's incredible. He's a really good guy. I mean, he left me open for him. You know, nobody, me, left me open for him. Uh, paid me and wow. bought all my booze that night. All the booze I wanted was on him, on his tab. All my booze. What that a fucking, paid. what a gentleman. He is amazing. He is. That's he's, awesome. He's, yeah. he's awesome. He sure is awesome. And then he talked about me on his national podcast on top of it. I mean, <laughs> wow. What? What did he say? He said I'm a big fucking asshole, I think. I forget what he said, but. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> he neat. He said my name, but he said my name. Yeah. He said my name. And there's another lady comedian touring with him on a tour. Olivia Grace was touring with him. Oh, and uh, I think I met her. Yeah, you're probably she's a very nice lady, very funny, young talent. And, and yeah. then she starts saying, what a, what a, what a nice guy. <laughs> That's really how, funny. How, how, I welcome, how, how I welcomed her in such a great way and all this and that. God damn. Uh, yeah, but no, he talked about me on his national podcast. That's a, hey, he said my name. That's what I care about. He said my name. Yeah, and, uh, I, I imagine it made a lot of local comedians uh, jealous. Oh, I could tell you stories. I, I oh. got one. Oh, I okay. could tell you stories about that. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Uh, I'm not going to name any names on here. Okay. Someone you know, too. Okay. I sent me a message like the day or the day after on Messenger saying, I'm a jealous motherfucker that you opened for him. <laughs> That's a nice thing to say to me. You're a jealous motherfucker. What are you jealous of? That that that, I, that I'm a disabled veteran. I'm divorced with no family. My dog died. Is that what you're jealous of? <laughs> no, I think he, he's jealous that you got to perform in front of a great crowd. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. I mean, like, yeah. 
that's a good fucking crowd. It's much better than performing in front of like ten people at a open mic or whatever. Or it's much better, better performing with Raymond, the Amish comedian. You know, yeah, that guy. Ugh. I need to find out who he is. I wonder. Sure. I wonder if he might have some stuff on YouTube. Oh, I'm very uh, sure if you Google him, some type of defecation will come up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, yeah, he's a special. He is a special kind of comedian. Just terrible. So hokey. <laughs> Just terrible. Most of all, you know, it's all novelty of an Amish guy who says fuck all the time. You know. Right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm. Not. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect in like Lancaster or whatever. They love it up there. Well, our, I, think, our, I think he's from the Lehigh. I think he's from the Lehigh Valley. I don't think he's from Lancaster. I think he's from the Lehigh uh, Valley. He's not even really Amish. Oh that my god, bastard! Yeah, that's son of a big. whore. Yeah. yeah. But Doug, I hope yeah. I get to open for Doug again someday. But who knows? Who knows with with this pandemic and whatever? Yeah. But you know, you once know. he comes, once he comes back around. I mean, you, it doesn't hurt to ask him. I know a lot of people that have worked with him have just sent him messages, like randomly yeah. on Twitter or yeah. whatever, and have been yeah. like, "Can I, can I work with you? Can I open for you?" And he's been like, "Sure." Yeah, he's oh. a good guy. Yeah, he and he is. Now, he, now he knows me. Yeah, you know, he knows me, and uh, also that. And I think I think his crowd would love, like, really enjoy the, your act. You know what I mean? Crowd like, loved me. His his crowd was my crowd. His yeah, his crowd was my crowd. They loved me. They were going yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's was, perfect. It's the perfect fit. It is. I agree. His crowd is my crowd, and yeah, uh, they were the crowd was awesome. And afterwards, all these people were when their picture taken with me, and it, oh, it was. I had a blast. I was hanging out with everybody, and you know, shooting the shit with everybody. It was. I had a blast. Yeah, I was like high. I was high like for three days after that. I mean, a natural high. That <laughs> thing was surreal. I mean, well, actually, hanging out with Doug Stanhope, I'm surprised you didn't get like drug high because he, that guy loves to party. He, he, he uh, I think he likes his booze. Uh, That's why I I know Doug likes his booze. Yes, he does. Yes, he definitely likes his booze. And uh, his 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 road manager Shaley is is a really great guy too. Really great guy. Yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed conversations I've had with him working at Magoobies and just hanging out with him and he's just yeah. so nice and personable and yeah i agree he's yeah. the best look he, he gave me an opportunity you know his old disabled veteran comedian gave him an opportunity man how great so, is that that's amazing i've heard a lot of rumors about you and stories is it true that you got your first stand-up gig in vietnam and in, in uh no, not true not true okay not so true. Someone, bullshit. someone was bullshit. lying about you in the ho chi minh trail bullshit okay not true good good to know but you did you serve in Vietnam? Were you were you over there? No, I did. I was post Vietnam. I'm a post Vietnam veteran. Oh, I got you. You weren't in the shit over there. I was not. Well, that's good. Although, I don't know. I've heard it some some very sexy times. A lot of like sexy women over there. There were that were uh, looking to get of, out, a lot of, looking for a lot of guys, A lot of guys were married Vietnamese women. Yeah, a lot of them did. And some yeah. of them were some of them were beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I love them. They're gorgeous. A lot of the yeah, porn of, that I watch, a lot of porn that I watch is like Vietnamese and Asian girls. Yeah, it's kind of something I'm gorgeous. into. Some of them are gorgeous. Yeah, I know a lot of. I had a lot of friends in the Air Force who had Philippine wives. Oh yeah, they're, they're hot. Too. Yeah, they're beautiful. That's yeah. another like when I watch porn. That's another like type of woman that I look at. Like Philippine women, they're so hot. Yeah. Oh, some of the Filipino women are gorgeous. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. so you, um, I know you were in the military. I, I you, yeah. we talked about that offline. 
Did yeah. you? But did you ever have to like? Did, did we were? Did you fight in any wars or anything? Or no, there was oh, nothing the, going on then. Thank God, you're lucky. Oh, that was during the Reagan years, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there really wasn't too much. I guess you were on standby in case of a war with Russia, but not much yeah, else. Yeah, was always on. on standby for a war with Russia. That's been going on for how many fucking years? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so seventy years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're yeah. an attorney, comedian, veteran, disabled veteran. That's all. That's a lot of. That's a lot of plates you're spinning, bud. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, how do you do? I, how do you manage all that? Oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I focus on stand-up comedy. That's uh, stand-up comedy, and uh, of course, my gym's been closed for a year, and that makes it tough. So I've been trying to walk four to five miles every day because I don't oh have my gym. Oh my god! Five miles yoga, a day? Four to five depends on how late I get out. I, sometimes, if I have enough daylight and I get out, I do six. Holy and, shit! And I also do my yoga every day. I'm a yoga freak. Okay. And. Uh, did you see our yoga pictures on Twitter, by any chance, Tony? Who? No, I didn't see any yoga pictures on Twitter. No, I did not. Uh, yeah. We have on our on our Twitter account. We actually have some amazing uh, yoga pictures that Justin, you might, that you would definitely uh, definitely enjoy. I think. Yeah, Justin uh, um, designed them himself. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I cool. kind of like I like looking at women doing yoga. So I found some pretty cool pictures. Yeah. It's uh on Twitter Daddy Home Pod C A one. Check it out. Yeah, I think you're gonna enjoy it. You know, yeah, give it a like, it. maybe give it a retweet. I don't know. That's what people I do doing nowadays. Yoga about, I started doing yoga about 46 years ago. God damn! Wow. Yeah, I taught myself wow. a book. I taught myself <laughs> out of a book, and then uh, after law school, I started taking real classes with a real yoga teacher. And a great yoga, she's a great yoga teacher. I went to her classes for like 12 years and she moved away. So I have my own set. I do my own set. I don't do classes anymore. I do my own thing. But I do yeah. yoga every day. Man, that's amazing. It's actually when I'm looking at porn, one of my favorite things to look at is yoga porn. I'm really right. into that too. I never knew there was such a thing that. as yoga. Oh, yeah, man. Like they're, oh, I, I could go into it, but then I'm going to get all horned up and I don't want to. I'm yeah. trying to keep this professional. Trying to be right. professional yeah. and not talk about yeah. pornography today on Daddy Home. Just trying to keep it real. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's very interesting. I would do yoga, but I don't know. It seems too hard. And like, I I don't know. I'm kind of lazy. Yeah, it seems it seems like it'd be hard. Well, I've been doing it so long, it's a habit. And, and mm -hmm. if I don't do my yoga, I don't feel right. So wow. I have to do it. Like my back gets sore, my back gets sore, my neck gets sore. Yeah, I no, I have that myself. I don't know. Would you yoga just... help that? Yes, yes, of course it helps. Oh. I mean, but people people don't realize, but that people have to stretch. We have to stretch. As we get mm -hmm. older, we have to stretch more. And right. we have, to, and I can't. So many people never stretch, and they, and they just rot away. You have to stretch. I think mm. I'm rotting away. I think that's happening to me, actually. Yeah. Damn! I, I mean, I hope my stand-up comedy doesn't rot all the way. That's my hope. And, but uh, but yeah, yeah, maybe I'll have to try that. Maybe yeah, take a beginner's yoga class. You know, a basic beginner's yoga class. I went to my teacher. She teaches a style called Kundalini yoga. Oh, I bet. Mm. Kundalini. That sounds Italian. No, it's not. It's uh, 
it's uh, it's from India. Oh. And the, the yogi who brought that over here, Yogi Bhajan, uh, was a Sikh. Okay. He brought, he brought Kundalini Yoga to the U.S. in the 60s. And uh, mm. also, if you ever go in a grocery store and see those yellow boxes of yogi tea in the grocery stores, mm-hmm. okay. that, that's his company. He made a, I guess he made a fortune selling yogi tea. Oh. And, uh, but he, he, died, he died about, oh God, a while ago. Died. So wait, uh, for real, it was it was called like Kani Kani Lingi Kundalini or Yoga Kundal with a K K U N Okay Kundalini Kunda K U N D A L I N I Kundalini this, Yoga. Where's coming oh, from, oh, Justin? This because... seems like a to, this seems like it's a Tony Viagra bit it because it sounds joke. like it sounds like a lot it's of Kundalini, like you're going to go into about eating pussy or yeah. something. Uh, no, this is ser- this is Kundalini Yoga. It's serious. Uh, and my teacher, she was she moved away. If she was still here. I would still go to her classes. She's a great yoga teacher. She's a great lady, a great person, oh, a I... really fine person, and a fantastic yoga teacher. And I miss her. And uh, she live in, Did she move back to India? Or... No, she wasn't. She wasn't from India. She's American. Uh, no, oh. uh, she she took up yoga when hardly anybody was. She took up yoga in the sixties. Later sixties, she got involved in yoga and. And became a yoga teacher, I guess, in the late 60s when yoga was very unpopular then, very unpopular. And then she somehow hooked up with Yogi Bhajan and uh, became his student and uh, got involved in Kundalini Yoga. And uh, every every time you say that, I'm waiting for it to end up being a joke. It right. sounds like uh, it sounds like it's a, it's a setup to a yeah, joke. I know it sounds like it, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a legitimate stuff. And uh, you know, it's, maybe I should be talking about that, or maybe I should be doing more material. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's stuff. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just funny to me. Like it just like <laughs> yeah. with with you being yeah, Tony Viagra, yeah, yeah. and it almost sounds like Kundalingus. It just seems like Kundalingus yoga. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can see that. Hey, Justin, I got a business idea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is your business idea? For a yoga class. And, All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll, well see. What? That's your business idea? Yeah. What's I your don't idea? know. <laughs> Good work. How, but, what, uh, who's gonna Who's gonna run idea? it? Kind we'll get Tony to do it. We'll rent yeah, Tony. We'll, Tony. we'll rent Tony to be the instructor. Yes. Yeah. Tony he by sounds Agra. like he has a lot of experience. I'll be the teacher. I'll I'll, I'll do stand up about it. Yeah. <laughs> A Tony Viagra, Cunnilingus Lingus yeah. Yoga. Yes. Yeah, this, yeah Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus yeah, Yoga. Yoga. And, he, and then Tony would have a boner when we're doing This would be so good. This could be a, a great thing. I think that uh, a lot of people would join. A lot of like old, older ladies looking to get, uh, yeah. get a little uh, attention. Cougars. Cougars. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are great. Cougars we and need myths. to get some. Mm. Now, now we're talking. I love them. Yeah. Myths. Oh yeah, they could come to Kundalingus Yoga. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. As long as as long as their pussy doesn't stink. Yeah, if they do, then they're gonna out get out the door. Out. out the door. Out. Yeah, we'll have like here. a screening process. It'll be okay. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. honestly, you'll be able to tell pretty soon once you get into the stretching and stuff who stinks and who doesn't because it's you yeah, start sweating tell, and you get the body. By, You'll tell by uh, where all the flies are dying. You'll know that that's the one that you have to get the hell out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it, and I mean, you being an attorney too, we can come up with some kind of legal, like document or something, saying like, "Well, I'm sorry, you're 
you're not uh, qualified to do this type of workout with us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, li- the liability. We have to ask yeah, you. Yeah, waiver. Have them sign a waiver. Yeah, A exactly. waiver liability. All right. Your, so then maybe we should do it. doesn't smell. Let's do it. That sounds yeah. great. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I mean, I don't got much else going on, and I could borrow some money probably from my dad or something. Yeah. yeah. Ask your dad if I can borrow some, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and me, too, while you're at it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ask my dad for Tony and for you. Sure, why not? I'm sure. <laughs> He's got a couple extra dollars. That's good. Yeah, Confederate dollars, right? Yeah, exactly. He's got yeah. money that's... Uh, I mean, it might work. I, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So... It's it's interesting. Do you ever do like Tony? Do you ever do uh, corporate gigs or any type of things like that? Do you have actually? Do you have any clean material? I feel like a yes, lot. Yes, I of do. Things. Yes, I do. I do question. clean. I do. I've done quite a few clean sets. Uh, that's uh, hard. That's hard to believe. Yeah, With any like, but at performing as Tony Viagra, it's like I'm Tony Viagra, the clean comic. Well, you know, not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about my penis at all or pussies. No, I do. I do clean sets. People tell me uh, I've done so. Recently, I did a show, internet show, and uh, a lady was adamant that this must be clean. And I mean, and I said, "Fine, uh-huh. I'll do clean." And I did clean, and she's very happy. That's awesome. So I, have, I have lots of clean material to do. I do. I have what lots of clean uh, what kind of clean clean material do you joke about? Like oh, like the stuff about my marriage. That's clean stuff about my. Raw, horrible marriage. That's all clean material. <laughs> and my material that I do about COVID nineteen is clean. Right, uh, right. Uh, my material I do about my health health problems is clean. Uh, so I have lots of clean material to do. In fact, probably the majority of my material actually is probably kind of clean. Yeah, I guess that is true. It's just I think you just sort just of throw in some punches. words once in a while. I guess oh, yeah. kind of, that kind of that makes it sort of blue, but. I guess oh, if you yeah. di- if you didn't if you didn't say like cunt or sh- or whatever, then yeah, I yeah, guess it really I mean, isn't dirty. Right, yeah. right. Huh. Yeah, drop a yeah, don't drop any c bombs, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, right. that's good advice right there. I'm gonna yeah. have to write that one well, down. Well, you know, yeah. Well, I like to be uh, do stand up in front of my crowd. That's heaven. When I'm in front yeah. of my crowd, that's heaven. And when it's not my crowd, it stinks. Mm-hmm. So I try to gravitate to my crowd. And when somebody reaches out to me uh, before COVID that they want me to do their show and this and that, I say, well, okay, well, just so you know, here's who I am. I even sent them a video and, yeah, yep. you know, are you sure this is what you want? Oh, yeah, this is what we want. Okay, cool. And if I see right right away that it's not what they want, I say, I'm not for you. Thank well, that's you. good. I mean, that's yeah. actually kind of nice because some comics I don't think would do that. They would just sort of oh, like take yeah, advantage like of the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like fuck I, it, you know, I got screwed over one time. Uh, somebody reached out to me. Do I want to do the a surprise birthday party for for the wife at some restaurant? I <laughs> said, well, sure, but just so you know, you know, I'm Tony Viagra and I'm over the edge. And <laughs> he was sending a video. Oh, that's cool. That's that's exactly what we want. It's all it's gonna be all adults there. Okay, fine. You know what they're getting, and. Uh, I went to the restaurant, and uh, I went to the back of the restaurant, in the back room, uh, to talk to the husband. And the husband was sitting there, and the husband, uh, the husband was uh, a she who looks like a he with the pompadour haircut and the horn rim glasses. Okay, oh. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and and the first thing she says to me is, "No gay jokes." 
And I said, I don't do gay jokes. <laughs> and then she said, then she said, I'm going to introduce you as my friend Steve from work. I said, fine. I'm your friend Steve from work. I must work in a fucking mental hospital. Okay. <laughs> then these fat, ugly lesbian couples come marching in. And, uh, you know, howdy, everybody. I said, hey, yeah, this is my friend Steve from work. You know, howdy, everybody. Welcome to the show, you know. And then the, the surprise birthday girl comes in wearing this big banner, like in a beauty pageant. You know those banners they wear in the beauty pageants? Uh, yeah. Said, oh, I've always this, wanted one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we could hook you up. And then uh, maybe I can get you hers. And then, <laughs> and then... Uh, it's a surprise birthday. So it should have said surprise birthday cow on it because that's what she looked like—a big fucking cow. And oh, and uh, and then the, the husband says, "Okay, and here, here, get ready. Here's Tony Viagra, the gangster comedy." And okay, I start doing my stand-up, and they're laughing. And then about ten minutes in my set, somebody taps me on my shoulder, and I look over. Here's the surprise birthday girl, and I look at her. I said. Two over the edge, and she said, "I'm over the edge." And then <laughs> the husband's sitting there, and the husband pointed right at me, and the husband said, "You leave now." And I said, "Can I have another bottle of beer?" And the husband said, "Yeah." So I grabbed another bottle of beer and, and I left. That's a and, crazy uh, story. Wow, it's totally fucking crazy because it's where, true. Was, it's where did that crazy. was that in Pennsylvania? Yes, it was. It and, does sound uh, uh, totally pretty Pennsylvania. Crazy. And then yeah, and then. Uh, but I got paid. I did get paid, and uh, and then the the husband. Now, don't, just remember, I did exactly what I told the husband I was going to do, and the husband was fine with that. But the next day, the husband went on the net and trashed me to shit for doing exactly what I told the husband I was going to do because to save face with the wife who apparently was pissed off. That was a real <laughs> shitty fucking thing to do. Yeah, what a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. what losers. Yeah, fucking bastard. So I'll tell you, from here on out, no more lesbian birthday parties for Tony Viagra. No, no more. Damn it. Damn it. I was I had... just about to book you. <laughs> God, yeah, I was going to. Yeah, I had one lined up, too. Uh, oh, yeah. well. Sorry, bro. I guess not. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. Sorry. You know, what about, like, gay men, though? Like, uh, homos. We could do that, right? Like, oh, no, thank yes. you. No, thank as long you. as it's not lesbians. No, thank you. I'll pass on both, okay? All right. I could get. Listen, I, I, well, you know, I'm I'm open for the gays. I don't right. know. I'll yeah. get you. I'll get you some shows. Okay. Cool. Some shows. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I've, they I've don't get a video with, though. I've shows with, with, with you know gay comedians. I've been shows where there's gay comedians on the yeah. card too. Like, of course. You know, it's like yeah. You know. You know. What I'm saying with me is I respect all comedians. When we're, I always respect all comedians. Yeah. And I expect them to respect me too. So you know, if I want to go up and do their thing, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, do their thing. That's their business, not mine, you know? Yeah. I respect all right. comedians. And uh, I do. That's one of my rules. One of my rules, uh, basic rules, is respect all other comedians, and I expect the same from them. Okay, so you just said that you have rules. What are some of the rules of your comedy, I guess, it, for you? There's one rule. There's one rule. <laughs> What's the one, one rule? One rule, and that's respect all comedians. That's, that's the rule. rule. Like I the like gold, that rule. Like, it's like the golden rule. Just yeah. treat them them uh, how you want to be treated. Well, you know, whenever I go on a date, I always use the golden rule. And always <laughs> get the golden shower. And <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my rule. Is respect respect 
other comedians, and I expect the same from them. And if they disrespect me, then they can go fuck themselves. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good. It's uh, good take. I like it. Yeah. I like your rule, Tony. I'm gonna <laughs> adopt your rule as my own. How about that? It's a great rule. It's a great yeah. rule, and I wish I wish all comedians would follow that rule. Yeah, but some and, of them are uh, too like pussies. Like they're too. I don't know. They're too fragile. Too snowflake. Like. Yeah, I know. Sen- some of them are just. Too just young. Some of them think like some of them think like they're like they're they're in a jackass movie or some shit. I don't know. They have yeah. that kind of mentality. You know, speaking of jackass, I want to mention that uh, I uh, puppet the psycho dwarf who uh, was in one of the jackass movies. He was in Jackass 3D, I think it was called. He was he was in several movies. He's a pretty famous guy, but yeah, he he really liked Tony's material. He he made me part of his. Uh, internet show the lockdown living room comedy show and i was so honored that's that, awesome uh, oh wow puppet, puppet like tony yeah yeah so i made last summer he made me part of his show he yeah. loved tony's comedy and i started doing a, a a video for that show every week and then mid-september uh puppet's name is steve who's who he was my good friend too he's a great guy he, yeah. he dropped dead with a heart attack in September. yeah and that, I, I remember hearing about that actually he dropped dead at home with a heart attack and uh yeah it was a real kick in the ass because he wanted me to tour with him when after covid because he does tour a lot oh yeah he and, ran like his he, own uh wrestling thing he did, I, midget wrestling yeah yeah yeah, after, yeah in fact he was a he was a, a midget wrestler himself who had wrestled and appeared on TNA as Puppet the Psycho Dwarf. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that, actually. Yeah. yeah. But he's I, a great he, guy. He's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. I wonder, friend. I just, I guess, you know, living that lifestyle, because I think he partied a lot, too. Well. You know, backstage and stuff. I think he, I he liked know. to drink. He liked to do some stuff. I don't know, but I know, I know he had some health problems. I do know that. Yeah. He did have health problems. Yes, he did. Well, I mean, do a, do like little people? They don't live that long. I don't think they don't live well, until they're. I have no idea, but, dude. <laughs> well, generally, a, yeah, dwarves a, seem seem to have a shorter lifespan. But I've heard yeah. of some living to be in their seventies too. I mean, I don't yeah. remember. There's a very famous, a very, well, probably the most famous midget wrestler of all time, a French Canadian guy named Sky Lolo. Uh, yeah, I think he lived into his seventies, but I wow. think that's an exception. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Look, I don't really know. I just, I thought that. I think they have a, uh, a shorter lifespan, dwarves. <laughs> that's actually pretty I, funny. Like, that's a, oh, sounds yeah. like a joke. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> just they, uh, because they're little, because yeah. they're tiny people, yeah, they have a shorter yeah. lifespan. Yeah, dwarf, yeah, lifespan. Lifespan's yeah. a dwarf, too. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my God. You know, Steve was a great guy. Steve was a great guy. And he was my friend, actually. And oh, uh, yeah. he's a really good guy. And uh, I was looking forward to touring with Steve after COVID. And yeah, and, uh, yeah that's that's out the window now because Steve went, went and had a heart attack and dropped dead at home. Damn. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't a good day. Nah, that sucks. It was a good day. I know. I know. Uh, and I was of... so ha- happy that he, that he like you know, valued Tony's material enough to make him part of his show. Is that stuff still online anywhere and people can view it? Well, yeah, yeah ask, it is. actually. Yeah, in fact, I still I'm still doing sets on it. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's on the ASY network, which okay. is ASY uh, is available on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we were doing a new show every week, and now it's every two weeks. 
And um, the guy that was uh, Steve's technical guy and I, we vowed to, to keep the show going because that's what Steve wanted. So we did. And we're keeping it going. And That's good. Just, that's great. I, so, I still don't know. I do, I do a new set for them every other week. I record a new set for them every other week. That's so really is cool. It, oh, what kind of show is it exactly? I mean, is it it's like a, a skit show or? It's a it's a show of videos, you know, a compilation of videos of me and, uh, of course, it used to be Steve. Uh, and uh, honestly, I don't. Uh, with Steve, me, and uh, uh, one or two other comedians, uh, some of the comedians like Steve didn't like. Like let any comedian on his show, I know that, or somebody turned down. And then apparently some comedians have a hard time. I, I've been told by those that some comedians have a really hard time doing a ten minute set every week or every other week. I don't see what the big deal is. I could talk about I could talk for ten fucking hours. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's some people just I don't know. They just don't. They're not committed to writing. I guess or yeah, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't I know can't either. Speak for others. All I know it, is I. Uh, I could do stand-up forever. That's all I know. Yeah. I mean, I could, I can see that. And that's a good thing, actually. It's nice to have that. Where, like, uncensored, Tony Viagra, hours and hours, just nonstop fun. Yeah, do all my rants, ranting about all the shit that I ran about. Yeah. Yeah. Marriage and oh. divorce and... Divorce, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know... And I lost two hundred pounds of satellite. I got divorced. <laughs> I knew. I I knew that was going to be the punchline. I, I had a feeling that was going to you know, be it. I didn't. I didn't pick up on it till he said it, and then I was like, "Yeah." Oh, I, I, I had a feeling. Good. Yeah, good. yeah. I married Hitler's daughter. It wasn't fun. <laughs> you're you're a very odd man, Tony, and oh. I I appreciate that about you. You've got a yeah, very a, weird. Uh, Weird sense of humor. You know, it's all based on fact. (laughs) Speaking of of, uh, your unique sense of humor, Tony, who are like your top three favorite comedians? Jackie Vernon. Uh Jackie Vernon. uh, Stanley Myron Handelman. And the third would probably be. um, uh, uh, Leonard. Oh. I like an old guy named Leonard Barr. I used to love him too. Those are probably my three top. Wow. But definitely Jackie Vernon and Stanley Myron Handelman, which you probably never heard of either one. No, I can't uh, even. No. I don't. They're from the 60s. Those guys used to be on the Ed Sullivan show a lot in the 60s. That was a great uh, breeding ground for new comedians in the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, I mean, young Richard Pryor used to be on there. Uh, Rodney mm-hmm. Dangerfield was on there. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, that Myron Cohn was on there a lot. I never cared for his humor. Uh, he was on there a lot. A guy named London Lee was on a lot. It was very popular on that show, London Lee. Oh uh, but Jackie Vernon, Jackie Vernon was a fucking comic genius. Uh, mm. He was on there, a comic genius, that guy. Oh, was Stanley Myron Handelman. I really liked him too. And it's funny, I, I was talking to a comedian at a, uh, a couple of years ago in Ocean City, Maryland, and he told me that uh, Stanley Myron Handelman had a Instead of comedy school in California, and he he went to his school, and I thought, man, I can't believe. It. I said, you know Stanley Myron Handelman? Wow! And Stanley Myron Handelman died a while ago, but I thought that's so cool. You went to Stanley Myron Handelman's stand-up school. I thought that is so cool. 
because uh, Stanley Martin Handelman is awesome. He's on YouTube. Check him out, Stanley Martin Handelman. He is a funny okay. bastard. He's a really funny. And Jackie Vernon, he's a check out his slideshow on YouTube. <laughs> All Jackie right. Vernon's slideshow. Oh, that, that, that's tough to die for. There's a, like but, comics uh, that would perform in like what the cat skills, I guess, things like that. Yeah. Oh, I like, oh, another one I, I like oh, is Jackie Mason. Who's, yeah. Uh, he's still, yeah. So, yeah, Jackie Mason. Yeah, those guys used to do like the Borscht Belt, which was big in the 60s. You know, the Borscht yeah. Belt, you know, like the <laughs> Concord, hit those places. They did Vegas. Vegas was, you know, a hot place to do comedy back then, too. Uh, but, you know, it's Sullivan Blackball, Jackie Mason, over a misunderstanding. You know that story, don't you? No, I didn't. I don't. I never heard that story. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Jackie Mason was, you know, doing stand up on the Ed Sullivan show. And apparently CBS News wanted to cut away for some, like, important flash bulletin. Huh. And, you know, Ed Sullivan, stand, you know, Ed Sullivan looked like Rigor Mortis. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Ed Sullivan, he like Rigor Mortis standing there. And he's standing there making all these motions. Jackie's on stage doing stand up. And, and he's making all these motions of Jackie trying to tell him that, hey, CBS, we want to cut away for CBS News special report. And so uh, Jackie made some kind of motion back to Ed. Ed thought Jackie gave him the finger, but he oh, didn't. God. Oh, God. Yeah, no. but Ed was so powerful in the entertainment business. He was so powerful that Jackie was blackballed for years. I wow. mean, he just w went off the radar. The only place you used to perform, like you used to perform at the Concord. And, but mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Jackie just disappeared off the face of the earth and because Ed blackballed him. It was only until, like, was it? Like the 90s? 1980, 80, no, yeah. 1980, when he, he, he started a, a one-man Broadway show, Jackie did, called The World According to Me. It was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. And he put out an album of that show. And I, and I went to Valley Forge Music Fair to see him. He, he did the, that show at the Valley Forge Music Fair in the early. I went to see him. He was fantastic. So I got That's, to see Jackie Mason. He's in his 90s now. Yeah, he he's, doesn't perform he's anymore, but he's definitely getting alive. up there. He was he's in, in um, he was in Caddyshack also, I believe. Caddyshack right? too. Yeah. Caddyshack too. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, He's I, I remember him from like the 80s and 90s, yeah. I guess. That accent. That accent. He's that, that very accent. like Jewish, like New York yeah. kind of like. Oh, he, he's a rabbi. He's a yeah, rabbi. I guess that is true. Yeah, he he's a rabbi. rabbi? He's he a rabbi. Yes, he is. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Yeah, red hair, very like he—he's very. And all, all his family is all his family. They're all rabbis too. <laughs> they're all rabbis. Yeah. A whole family. His, 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 his father, his grandfather, his brothers—they're all rabbis. Wow. Yeah, and uh, at uh, Jackie actually had a congregation. I guess, I don't know if it was late 50s or 60s, but he had a congregation in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. He was a rabbi. Wow. And then he, then he left the rabbi business for the stand-up comedy business because he was so so talented as a stand-up comedian. And he, yeah, he was, he was very, very talented. talented. Yeah, very, he really was. Very yeah. talented. Just that, just that accent. Kill. He just kills it that f accent. Yeah, it, it was... Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It was, yeah. it, it, he had like a very like Yiddish kind of like... Yeah, I will have to look some of these guys up because I'm interested. Now, he has a daughter who's a comedian, and I know somebody who knows her, but uh, I don't know any more than that. I'm trying to think, because... Jackie Mason, his daughter, is it Marilyn Mason? No, no, her name. I don't think her name is Mason. Yeah, Mar no, Marilyn Manson is who it is. Oh, that's yeah, that's his daughter, right? Yeah, Marilyn Manson's his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know Keenan who knows her, but uh, I don't know too much more than that. She's obviously not getting out there, getting a lot of work. You would, you I would don't think, think so. I don't, well, think, I don't know. I, like, I don't know what her relation is with her dad either. I don't know what it is. Really. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, Buddy, it's like Buddy Hackett. His son was doing comedy for a long time. Sandy Hackett. Yeah, I saw his, his son. Actually, I saw his son do stamp in Vegas a long uh, time I've heard, ago. I've heard it's not very good. It's, it's very, yeah, it wasn't very good. It's just okay. It's just okay. I guess it's yeah, hard it's, when you have to live up to... Like Buddy Hackett. Sandy was... Hackett. Yeah, Sandy Hackett. There's some in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Vegas. In uh, fact, uh, I don't know, one of these days when I've, after COVID lifts up more, I'm I'm going to Vegas to do stand-up. No yeah, you... way. Yes, I am. Yeah, you should enter the um the World Series of uh, Comedy. There's that I don't com- do contests. No, I don't do contests. No. No, oh. contest. I will not do contests. No way. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. my God. I want a participation award. I'll go. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't do contests. Let's go to Vegas, Tony. <laughs> I'm go. going to Vegas to do stand-up. I have a contact out there. I'm going out there. I'm going to do stand-up at a club in Vegas. That's Maybe incredible. in the summer. Maybe awesome. in the summer. Yeah, I guess they are starting to open up again, and they're looking yeah. for for people yeah, to people come out. People get the perform. vaccine. You know, people get the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. I got mine. Yeah, I got mine. Oh. Yeah, how got, was it? I, I fine. I don't... It was nothing. It was nothing. You didn't feel sick or anything when you got nope. it? Nope. Not a, I, the first time I had a sore arm. The second time, my arm was a little bit sore, but other than that, nothing. But did it mess with your erection? Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh! Bam! Oh, Andrew Dice Clay here. Coming yeah. Out but but it probably didn't, I'm guessing. It, it made it, everything still worked fine, I'm sure. So I got to tell you, you know, people are worried that there's going to be an insurrection, and I'm worried... <laughs> But I'm going to have an erection. <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know, at the point in my life, the only thing that gets hard are my arteries. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Tony, holy crap. You're going to kill in Vegas. You're gonna... They're going to love you out there. Oh, so... well, yeah. Are... yeah. Don't make fun of the wrong person. That's for sure. So... No. Don't for... make fun of Big Vito, you know. Yeah. For the people listening, Tony Tony has a very unique look as well. You have yeah. the outfits and the hats yeah. and the glasses and everything. Are you are you going to change anything about your look for Vegas? Or are you no, no, n- not like a gold no. bow tie or something? Nope. <laughs> nope. We're gonna get the real Tony. Okay. We're gonna get the real Tony. Yeah. The unabridged, unfiltered Tony. With uh, years and years of crazy life stories oh, and experiences yeah. that I don't think anyone, yeah. any young 20-year-old could even comprehend at this point in their life. Yeah. They have no yeah. idea. They have no idea the shit you've been through and uh, yeah, your experiences. Yeah, I guess they don't. It blows my you mind. Know, you know, you know, you know, I know what you're, I know. Hey, I know, buddy. Hey. hey, so wait, Tony Viagra is like an Italian. It's like Italian, right? Like right, hey, I yeah, had- Viagra. Well, I was yeah. thinking when I first read it, I was like Viagra. Tony Viagra. Yeah. Go ahead, you can pronounce it that way. I don't give a fuck. Just so yeah. you pronounce, just so you say it. I don't care how you how you pronounce it as long as you say it. And good, Tony, good Catholic boy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, Catholic yeah. kid. A good Catholic yeah. kid. Grew up in uh, Altoona, yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I don't eat fish on Friday. 
and on Fridays, I, I don't eat cunt that smells like fish either. Hey, that's that's Tony Viagra what? for you. Oh, yep, the oh, best. Yeah. He's the gonna Viagra. The Viagra gonna get you. Oh, real good, baby. Yes. Oh man, that's some classic shit right there. I love it. Uh so you you grew up in Pennsylvania, right? Or did you spend most yes. of your life in on yes. the East Coast? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, you probably had a lot of weird stuff happen. That's a very weird state. I mean, I shouldn't talk. I lived in Maryland most of my life in Baltimore, which is a very insane, crazy place. But I know yeah, Pennsylvania. Just ask John Waters, right? Just ask John uh, Waters. Yeah, very <laughs> true. Yeah. He'll yeah. He he definitely uh his movies will give you a good insight into Baltimore. Mm-hmm. He has some great movies. He's some yeah. great movies. That's a, you know, that's amazing. You were like in the seventies, you were probably like at that age, you could really appreciate that kind of like dirty humor. And I did. You mean pink flamingos? Yeah, yeah, all that. We stuff. were just talking about pink flamingos. I love yeah, that our... movie. Oh yeah, it's it's great. There's we were talking couple, about that. There's a couple of laughs. In, there's a couple of killer laughs in that movie. A couple killer <laughs> fucking laughs in that movie. All right, that one scene where Divine is walking through the park and stops and takes a piss in the park. That's so <laughs> fucking funny. You remember that scene? Yeah. Oh my god. That's hilarious. And where she shopped up in the grocery store, I just, I was busted to get laughing at that scene, too. It's phenomenal. Wow. It's a great, you have a great taste in movies, Tony. Thank you. You do. Thank we you. were just talking, I was just talking about how much I fucking love that movie. Oh, it's yeah. On our last episode, it's, actually. Yeah, it's a great movie. In fact, I just bought the DVD recently. Oh, no way. Yes, I, took, I had a hard time finding it. it. Took a long time to find it. I found it. Wow, it wasn't available a couple of years ago. You couldn't, you couldn't get it. Now it's available. Now, I also have my favorite. What's your favorite John Waters movie? I'll tell you mine. What's your favorite John Waters movie? I like, I like all of them, Tony. Yeah, they're all great. But <laughs> what's your favorite? I'll, I'll tell you my favorite. Tell me your favorite. Oh, I, I like, I like, like all of them. I mean, I like Hairspray, and I like uh, what Polyester. I think is pretty good too. I'm a fan of that. My favorite is Serial Mom. I love that. Oh, that was yes. a really good one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. I remember that came out in the '90s. I saw that in the theaters when it came out. Yeah. That's I gotta I tell you, that one was probably one of the funniest ones he made. Oh, I think it was the funniest, it's especially great. with that that split screen where she's making those obscene phone calls to the neighbor in a split screen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> oh. Oh. She went to her house and smashed her Fabergé egg. Oh, that's killer stuff. Oh, yeah. that's so fucking hard. Oh. <laughs> and then said he had, a, he had a big name actress in his movie, Kathleen Turner, big time actress. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty amazing that she agreed to do it. I don't know if she was desperate for work or just always wanted to work with John Waters. I have no yeah. idea, but it was a really strange to have her in that film. Yeah, but it was it was it was perfect. And you know, I don't know, being from Baltimore, I hope John Waters listens to this podcast because. I recently ran a campaign for president of the United States. <laughs> and my hope and my goal is to have John Waters make a movie about my campaign for president and have Tony Viagra in the movie. That's my goal. And my I think goal. we should make that happen. I think well, so. Well, please reach out to John Waters because I tried to reach out to him and it was futile. So if you can reach out to John Waters, because it's a great idea for one of his movies running for President of the U.S. Tony Viagra running for president of the U.S. and in the movie it will be the, that he actually wins. You know, uh, that would be great. Movie. Yeah, so, I like but, this. Yeah. So I want before... John Waters to make a movie about my campaign for president. 
I ran a 20. And you know what? I'm going to run a 24 too. Fuck them. Fuck yeah, them exactly. All. Yes. Fuck wow. And with that said, we're going to be ending the interview now, ending the episode. Is there anything you want to plug, Tony Viagra, before we call it a yeah, night? I do. Uh, yeah. Plug I'm, it all. Plug away. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Tony Viagra. I'm on Instagram. I'm, of course, I'm on Facebook uh, with my name misspelled because uh, that's Facebook's rule. And if it's Tony Viagra, if you threw an extra A in, I'm on Twitter. And uh, check out my YouTube channel and please subscribe to it. I know there's not, there's, I got to put a lot more videos in that channel. I have a ton of videos. I have to put them in there. Uh, and, uh, and also, folks, if you're listening and you want a stand-up comedian who gets laughs, you know, COVID is ending. If things are going to start to open up, please book me on your shows. I'll open or I'll headline. I do both. I can headline, I can do an hour, or I can open for whoever you want me to open for. So please reach out to Tony Viagra, Tony Viagra Comedy at gmail.com. And please give this disabled veteran comedian a chance to blow up your fucking place. Yeah. Yay. Definitely. Wow. Well, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It was a great time. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Daddy Home, the special edition with Tony Viagra. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so goodbye.